or from my, my favorite. I have a favorite group. Okay. It isn't a favorite. If hero, you say the I'll, tank top fools, I'm gonna be. It's my turn. You're misunderstanding me. I'm not talking about. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You already know what it is. Another episode of the Super Agile Bros. Super excited to have you guys here. As always, this episode is going to be bowling because today we're going to be talking about One Punch Man, the anime. If you don't know it, you need to know it. There's a lot of opinions that are going to be shared about this. This is going to be a just a warning. This is going to be a spoiler, rific, you know, One Punch Man thing. So just Two a seasons. heads up. Yeah, the two seasons we have seen. I think that, I don't even know if there's a, the third season is coming. I think, but um, I guess we'll yeah, get into that. But um, as always, we got our other hosts here. The hosts with the most. We got Kyle in the building. Kyle, tell the people, hey, hey. What's up, y'all? Hey, hey. And you already know who it is, Steve, the boy himself. What's up, Steve? I am a boy of God. He calls me boy. Friend. Oh boy. Yes, boy, child. Boy. boy, I guess that's kind of an inside joke. I don't. Boy. There's like one man on this planet who knows, one boy, boy. I should say, on this planet. I guess that joke. Boy, come on here. All right, so well, let's get into song. this. I mean, I think people there'll be some people who get it. You know, you know, we'll, we'll, you, know. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's a deep cut. It's a deep they, cut. They hope <laughs> jokes, <laughs> jokes. Um, so um, yeah, so this is something we're gonna be talking about. Uh, so this episode we're gonna be talking about One Punch Man. So out the gate, I want to hear what do you guys think about the show? What is your rating? One out of ten, if you got one. Wink, wink, Steve. And wink. um, yeah, why, why? So I guess we'll go around the table, man. Three hams to the yams, aka Kyle. What do you think about One Punch Man? First off, I love this table. Um, was this mahogany? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so One Punch Man, uh, great show. I really enjoyed it. I, you know, I'm, I've I've watched the least amount of anime between the three of us. I'm certain. Um, yeah, I'm certain as well. I love anything to do with superheroes, so it automatically gets a pretty high um, rating out of me. Wish it had more than just the two seasons, but um, you know, just for what it is, I give One Punch Man a eight out of ten. Solid, solid, solid. Solid. And do you and do you feel like you give the eight out of ten for like both seasons combined? Would you give them different ratings if you went per season, or do you feel like in its totality, it's like it's a solid? Ooh, eight? yeah. So in its totality, I give it an eight, and so I give season one a like seven, and season two a nine, and so oh, it even man. it evens out at an eight. This man went for the averages. Okay, averages. That's- I see you. I see you. We doing All it. Right. All right. Um, okay. What about you, Mr. Steve? What do you what do you uh rate this here show? Um, well, it's a show that I really appreciate. I I loved how uh I mean I just love anything with a good sense of humor. I I, I struggle to say that it has good writing because it feels like the writing it feels like the writing is very smart and very like 
focused on what he's trying to do, but mm-hmm. uh, it's not like a lot of it. There's not a lot of stuff that happens. It's mostly action, cool action, at least at first. Um, but I like it a lot in lieu of a rating, which I don't feel comfortable giving it like a number. Um, I'll just say I like it. Basically, <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, I really enjoy the humor. I, lo- I love the way that it subverts superheroes. Um, I like watching it in Japanese because you get all the funny little, like, oh, <laughs> sounds yeah. that the voice actor makes. Um, I don't know if Kyle watched it in Japanese. I don't know if, it's a, if, if, if they do the same thing in English. Um, Wait, there's a dubbed version? Is there? Yeah, I assume there dub, is. There's a dub version. Sure. I yeah, haven't yeah. watched the dub. Wow, you actually watched it? In I wasn't aware of it. Like a, like a true would. anime fan. <laughs> he knows what he's on. Uh, but yeah, it's really great. Um, if I had to give it a number rating, I would say it's a 5 out of 10, but that's only because I'm only giving it, I'm only rating it on a scale of I hate it, I like it, or I love it. Mm. So it's in the middle. It's a 5 out of 10. So it sounds like uh, Steve gave it an eight. So um, <laughs> I mean, how I mean, dare you? I, I'm I'm not. I'm just telling you. That's what it He's sounds like. He's just commenting. He's not. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, from my personal opinion, it sounds like you like the show. It's not the greatest show you've ever seen, but you enjoyed it for what it was, and it's a show that you would, you know, you enjoyed, and that's like a solid eight. You know, eight so. train. I don't think I don't recall exactly. It did not show up on my five on my top five anime list. I think. No, that doesn't no, mean it's bad. No, I don't. I don't think so. But I mean, it was number yeah, six. I mean, it doesn't mean. I, I feel like there's shows that I would put on my top ten that I would rate like lower than maybe an eight. Mm, but it's fair. because it's because of what it means to me. It's not necessarily like like it depends on like everybody has different criteria for rating. But like you know, you have your personal you know sure like rating. So you know, yeah. it is. It is what it is. Um, but no, I, I mean, I feel you guys. I feel like I'm right there with you guys. So, okay. Full disclosure. I mean, in one of our earlier episodes, I kind of said that I like, ah, I didn't watch One Punch Man through because I was like, this is kind of like boring to me and not interesting because of what was happening. But after the guys kind of convinced me to watch it, um, I am happy I went back and watched it. Interestingly enough, I went against, ah, this is just something that's happened recently because I'm just too busy. Like, I don't watch subs like I used to. Like, it it used to be just treason for me to watch any <laughs> anime dubbed. Um, but I feel like the I mean, dub still of, is. It still is. Now. But I've I've have to accept that. Like, sometimes you got to commit a little bit of treason to be great. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I watched it dubbed and it was great. Like, like some many dubs are trash, but this dub was. Like, as a person who's watched a lot of anime, like, sure, I probably missed some Japanese incro, uh, what do you call it? Small idiosyncrasies. Idiosyncrasies and little things like that. But, like, I think they did a great job trying to convey the point. Um, But I I can watch that. I will say, it used to be, I think people our age have the sense that, oh, dubs, dubs are evil. But that's only because early dubs were terrible. I think a lot of anime is dubbed (laughs) really well. Let that child alone. (laughs) 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 I think about like four kids with their Yu-Gi-Oh dub. Oh, man. And they would go beyond just, they would redraw the show. Like they wouldn't just dub it. They would change it. 
Yeah, that's I, not dubbing. That's localization. I feel like yeah. the most memorable trash dub I can think of was uh, uh, what's it called Knights of the Zodiac. Like they used to, it used to show up on Cartoon Network. First of all, that show to me is absolute garbage. But like the dubs made it that much worse. It's <laughs> like the story was interesting, and then it's like, ah, it's time for me to go and do. Like it just to me was garbage. But yeah, nowadays, Ooh. you I feel like anime has gotten makes enough money now that like yeah they, you know it's it attracts good talent um, yeah they've realized that it actually matters you don't not that just that they can that they can get better talent but that they know it actually makes sense to get good talent because we're gonna roast them if they come <laughs> out here with yeah yeah the I bar's think, been set higher like yeah yeah and, and some shows did such a good job like full metal alchemist brotherhood mm-hmm. samurai shampoo cowboy bebop you name it. And, and matter of fact, Spike, uh, Mugen, uh, like they have like the same voice actor for like a similar archetype of character. Yeah. And, you know, so anyway, like um, as far as the show, like I really enjoyed it. I, so the, the interesting thing about it was that I was trying to binge watch it so that we could talk about it kind of on the podcast uh, in in the past. A few and, weeks ago, right? Yeah. Like, uh, bef- like of quite a while ago now i guess it's been about two months maybe we kept pushing it off yeah it was a while ago it was a while ago but what was crazy is i started watching it at the same time that my mother-in-law was mother-in-law was in town and of course she was watching it with she watching too she watched it with me and dog i feel like it was such a better experience watching it like with her and my wife in like in the dubbed it was so ridiculous we were dying <laughs> laughing like she was like why is that man <laughs> you know, like it was, she was asking all the right questions i was oh, like yes. you know like i feel like you know i got corrected on twitter that um um one punch man isn't a satire but like it's wait wait yeah. wait, wait wait you got corrected on twitter by like you tweeted something and then somebody responded and said, "Yes, wow, you're wrong. Are you famous? No, I'm not famous. It's just that I yes. guess somebody saw my tweet and and uh, I think it was somebody who follows me and he, he kind of corrected some things. He he said that well. Well, first of all, let, let me ask you guys. Like, if from your opinion, before I said this, didn't did y'all take this as a satire of anime? Like, is that what was y'all y'all took it as? I mean, I I feel like technically no, but like if you're just describing something, I feel like satire is a is like a kind of good surface level way to describe it. Um, I think a better way would have been like subversive, mm. or you know, um, yeah, something subversive maybe. Satire, I mean, it's funny, so people just immediately think satire, and I get that. I think I anime if- like from the start is like known for playing those boundaries and turning turning stuff on its head you know like i don't know just from the few that i've watched nothing was like normal and then like the stuff that they kind of allude to in the real world they usually do kind of really play it up and you know point out all the flaws in it you know whatever it is that whatever the subject is yeah there's definitely satirical elements they'll they'll roast certain like character types or like the way people think or act yeah 
Yeah, to me, it, it felt kind of so much like a satire to me because, like, particularly when, you know, talking about the two kind of main characters in the show, Saitama, who is One Punch Man, and then Genos, and kind of how they interact with the world. It's almost like one of them is a traditional anime character who is, like, driven by some, like, really important reasoning and has mm-hmm. a yeah. certain purpose and has these like like there's moments where tragic tell- backstory tra- yeah tragic backstory and he's talking to saitama and he's like i believe that it is time for me to understand and like saitama's just sitting there like oh my goodness <laughs> yeah. yeah he thinks no. like an anime character <laughs> exactly and he talks and he shares these long-winded stories and then there's saitama who's literally just like yo i'm just bored and like yeah. i'm just looking to have some fun doing this and like I don't know. So to me, it felt like a satire. And a lot of the characters felt very tropey, you know, like, yeah. oh, 100 percent. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's like to me, it felt very deliberate that this type of character is in here. And, you know, you got this the woman who does this and the guy who does this. And, you know, so all the heroes, all the other heroes are tropes. All of the villain, most of the villains are tropes. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But sometimes they start as tropes but then he flushes them out and gives them more actual like presence and in in the show yeah well so so let me ask you this okay so let me let me share with you what the i can't remember the user's name on twitter but he basically said that the writer of one punch man said that the one punch man is just following the the main character after he's finished his hero arc so we're almost seeing him after he's already done what he had to do to become great it's like an Uh, epilogue for the show yeah yeah so like we're seeing goku super saiyan x at his greatest level as he interacts with people who are still on their hero's journey and i mean you know i mean yeah sure that doesn't seem like a particularly deep uh, comment to me. I mean, it's from the author. I get that. But it doesn't sound like, like, yeah, that's that's obviously what it is. We get that. But that also that also doesn't really explain or describe the show. Because it isn't just another anime. It isn't like the epilogue to another action anime. It's definitely yeah. funnier and more ridiculous and more tropey. Like, <laughs> for sure. That for sure. ignores a lot of the show. And it seems like that's kind of like a surface level approach because sure, you know, he's gotten to his maximum strength, I guess, before the show actually starts. But it's kind of also alluded to the fact that, you know, a lot of the other heroes, they're older, more seasoned, like they've peaked too. So they're not on a journey necessarily. And even arguably Saitama is still on a journey to become like an actual hero. I mean, right? It's, yeah. Like it, it's only one. It's only surface level because his strength. Maybe he's not going to get any stronger. But it's like his his journey is still happening. Yeah, he's I, doing I, he's doing the hero journey backwards. Instead of instead of having a motivation that causes him to become strong, he becomes strong and then lacks motivation and is looking for like a motivation and a reason mm-hmm. to do what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting. Yeah, that you say it that way. I mean, I, I I'll. Once again, I didn't do research on this person's claims, so it may be true or not. Hey, correct us in the comments, you know, if there's some greater 
meaning to what the author had or uh, you know the the writer but you know mm-hmm. it is what it is but yeah like i feel like for saitama his story because because every once in a while it would show a flash flashback to saitama right like to him like before he became bald one punch man you know like he was still kind of getting strong but even his like original like story when he saved that little kid from what, what was <laughs> that like the crap man. the weird lobster the, the lobster yeah. Man, yeah like he was kind of gangster then and he was like a he normal was. dude you know and he I mean, seemed kind of depressed yeah. even then right he yes that's a good point so he wasn't like his his attitude now is essentially like i'm too strong life is boring as i kill everybody in one punch like why am i doing this but even before he was really strong, he was walking around and just super apathetic. Um, and I doubt they're ever gonna explain like how and how and why he's so strong. But um, it does kind of imply <laughs> that there's some, some something about him was different before he went on mm-hmm. his journey. Yeah, and I and I feel like there's. Uh, do you guys remember the moment where uh, he went? Him and Genos went to that like underground laboratory where that yeah, guy had the house created of M. the house of M, and it had that one weird. He was like kind of a weird crab kind of dude too. The no. beetle guy. I <laughs> I said house of M. I'm thinking about X Men, dude. It was the house of evolution. House of evolution. I, I just <laughs> trusted you. I just trusted you. You betrayed me. Steve. I know. I you could betray me. I was like, you betrayed us all. I remember it was house of something, so I guess that must be right. I'm, you know. <laughs> Yes, the House of Evolution. And he goes and, you know, he's he's in there and it's like that guy who's the ultimate whatever. And Genos is fighting him, gets kind of worked. And then, like, One Punch Man is, like, this dude, like, first of all, okay, there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about this show. But, like, their gangsterness in their, like, leveling up of characters. But um, mm-hmm. he, like, is fighting the guy and they're like, wow, he's so overpowered. And then he starts describing how he becomes strong. Do y'all remember that? What he said his routine was? Do you remember that, Kyle? What he said? Wait, the guy in the lab or Saitama's routine? Saitama's. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, every day I did, what, 100 push-ups? 100 (laughs) push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and then run 10 kilometers. (laughs) They're like, that's like a basic routine. (laughs) Yeah, and Gino's got so mad. He's like, this isn't funny, Master. He's <laughs> like, yeah. like, that is just a normal workout, <laughs> you know. Like, and and I and I think that's like the point. Like, Saitama is just special. Like, yeah, you know. I feel bad for him. For who? Yeah, I- you do kind of empathize with him. It. I think that's why I like the show, because you know, even though he's overpowered, they don't. I don't know. It's just. Because I, I mean, I guess going back to what you were saying, Brad, it does feel like it's a you know a, a satire of of the hero's story, but it's it's not so on the nose, I guess, as to where you feel like, oh, I know what's going to happen next, or they're like recycling the same yeah. old jokes. Like they're they found a really interesting way to kind of almost put his strength on the back burner. Like it's just mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. it's more or less just the way that the, the episode ends. But there's a lot of interesting stuff that happens during the episode that has nothing to do with how stra- how strong he is. And in, in a lot of ways, it shows his, his weaknesses and how many of those he has and how his strength can't overcome those. Interesting. Wow, that was that was profound. His strength can't overcome his true weaknesses. I mean, I... <laughs> My bad. I, no, no, I think it's one of those things where, like, 
you know, as I think about it more, like so anime. he is very much yeah. a character who just struggles with depression in general, mm-hmm. right? And like we were saying before, like he sought power out as his way to remedy his um depression and eventually once he hit that point like now he's like what now you know and he just happened to run into genos right as he was right. fighting what's he fighting mosquito the mosquito queen the mosquito yeah. queen yeah it was the mosquito lady yeah and and genos was like starting his journey and like super forceful like hey i want to be your student and blah 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 he's like whatever you know like i think it's one interesting thing about saitama is that like his absolute goal is not to attract people to him, but he <laughs> attracted people to him by his nature of being like so, like so cool. Yeah, like just nonchalant, you know. Yeah. Um, you know. I mean, he, it's it's cool because we know that he actually is a guy who cares about people. Um, right. And uh, to some extent, he's just bored and he's just trying to alleviate his boredom. But he really. He also is like, all right, let me go take care of business. Let me save people, especially in the second season when he's, it feels like he's more come into his own in the second season, mm-hmm. especially because we don't see much of him. He's mostly doing other things. And then we follow, you know, Genos and, uh, and Gara actually. Is it Gara? Is that his name? I, I don't know Genos. how to pronounce it. It's, that's close. Garo. Which guy was the, that? Which one was The, the monster. The, the human he was monster. Called- yeah, the main villain of season two. Oh, Silver Fangs. Oh, yeah, yeah. St- student. I don't. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know Chef. I mm-hmm. want to say Gara, but now all I can think of is that guy from Naruto <laughs> with the sand. <laughs> he's, the, he's the most awesome. Garo, yeah, Garu, Garu, Garu. Yeah. See, there's a there's a U in there. Yeah. G A R O U. So mm-hmm. Garo. Oh. Garo. I don't know. So really okay. fast, which is like Garo. Yeah, but it felt, like, it felt like he was the main villain, but also the main protagonist of, of <laughs> season two. Kind he kind of was. Yeah. I mean, there was, he had a lot of screen time, but he was a great character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was, he, exactly. He's a character that you introduced, when he's introduced, we just think, okay, this is another villainous guy, and he's going to be totally dumbfounded by, you know, Saitama's goodness, and they're going to fight, and he's going to probably... Probably not going to get killed because he's going. They're going to humanize him at the end, but mm-hmm. they start humanizing him immediately. Immediately, he's like you find out that. I guess I guess it's hard to describe, but it really feels like he's empathetic towards monsters because they always lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his and tragic his, backstory. Yeah, his his bloodthirstiness seems out of proportion to that empathy, but, you know, that's fine. Like. Yeah. It's yeah, it's not tragic. I wouldn't say it's a tragic backstory, but yeah, he he's like, I want to, you know, I want I want the monsters to win for once. And he also went out of his way to like protect that little kid who yeah. isn't yeah. a monster. I thought. I mean, I I consider it to be tragic because like what happened to him was, he said that he was when he was in school, oh, right, he, got he was bullied. a regular kid, and he would get bullied. That is mm-hmm. tragic. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah, and so the other kids they'd play heroes and villains, or heroes and monsters. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they would always gang up on him, and so he was always the monster. And it was like he couldn't get any help from like, the counselors, and he would all the adults would reprimand him. So it's like that's why he got so attached to being a monster. And he mm-hmm. was like, 
Well, not the heroes must be the bad ones because I didn't do anything wrong. They're just <laughs> beating up mm. on me. It's so inter- sad. It's interesting when they were sharing his backstory and he was watching that that the first like they show him watching the show where he starts to like em- empathize yeah. for the monster and like the mm-hmm. monster was saying things like, "Hey, like I just he's like he's just protecting his kids, you know, right. like he's just trying to like you know to survive." And and I think in many ways Garo's like character is an empathetic character who is trying like he's almost trying to not care i feel like like he's come to a conclusion like hey i need to become a monster because if i become a monster then i'll show they can be heroes too he's got like this weird kind of backwards thought process but like it's it's interesting because i feel like what really is the difference between a hero and a monster Right. Like we think about it as like, oh, a hero is somebody who protects humans, humanity. Right. Mm -hmm. But for like the weird. First of all, let's talk about the (laughs) Sea King. That was the most ridiculous (laughs) set of events like the Sea King. Yes, he was trying to take over the earth, but like everybody was just trying to like expand their kingdom to like protect their people and become Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, we're trapped in the sea, but we want to come to land. Oh, we're trapped on the ground. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, right. Or the very first villain was the the vaccine man. He's like, I am the Earth's answer to the human overpopulation and pollution and stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 And then the, the two brothers, the scientist and the bodybuilder, like, they, mm-hmm. he just wanted to be the strongest. And he turned mm-hmm. into this giant monster and he loved his brother, accidentally killed his brother. Like that. Yeah, that, that moment was terrible. <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to laugh because, like, it was it was so comedic. Just the timing, yeah. Because <laughs> Saitama jumps up there and is yelling at both of them, and the scientist brother is standing on his now giant brother's shoulders, and the scientist brother is like, "Kill him! Kill the and- guy on your shoulder!" <laughs> And he got confused and smashed his brother on the wrong shoulder. Oh man, he smashed him so hard. Like they had to have a better system. Like, <laughs> well, but then the pause, the it's pause like, of pop. realization afterwards, brother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like a mosquito, like just clack, yeah. Like, yeah, no chance of survival. Like he, but nothing. look at how he reacted. He was like, you know, aside from the you made me kill my brother, he was like, why did this happen to me? I just wanted to be the strongest. Mm-hmm. And now my brother's gone. So yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And even even when, you know, like skipping around a little bit, like with the monster uh, association, like what did they do? They went to the people who wanted to be stronger, right? And who couldn't. Right. And they like were like, hey, just eat this and you'll become as strong as you want to be. You know, like I feel like that's well, that's kind of where the line between monster and, you know, person, man, you know, whatever you want to say, like, it's just a decision of how you use your power, you know? Um, Effectively, yeah. I mean, yes because... and no. I do think as as empathetic as some of the monsters are, uh, almost all of them do show a very casual disdain for human life or an outright, like, aggression towards people, you know? But... Like, it's it's they might have some moral ambiguity but they're definitely still like the villains i think that's where garrow what he was trying to do is like because yeah 
if you want to, I mean, because the heroes pretty much shared that same intensity. Like, yeah, I yeah. remember, I forgot, I don't remember the exact scenario, but I think there was a time when a monster was like trying to explain what they were doing. And other than, you know, when he was watching that show, I feel like they did it like in the actual show at least once. I don't remember it though. But, um, there's one were... point when the spaceship crashes mm-hmm. and they have all these prisoners. And they're like, oh, I just want to go home. Like, I hate being here. This isn't how things were supposed to go. Uh, and they're all prisoners. And then that the Amane mask guy shows up and just murders all of the monsters, like, instantly. Oh. Even though they had been, like, tied up and were being arrested by the other heroes. That. I don't remember that. Wow. He's the know. guy who um, he sits at the top of, of the A rank. And he doesn't let people. Because you have to be better than him to become an S rank. Oh, yeah. So he sits there purposefully not going to S rank oh, so that yeah. only really, really good people will be S rank. He's yeah, like super yeah. arrogant. We haven't really seen much of his powers. He got like that triangular shaped visor on the front of his mask. I almost feel he like. No, no, no. He doesn't wear a mask. He's, he's like the model, the dude who's he's like the a model, model, the actor. He goes on TV. Oh, the other guy. Who yeah. He's like an icon. Yeah. He like sings, he acts. Oh, oh. that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel like that, that guy in general, like. That like oh I'm I'm a I'm the uh, gatekeeper. It almost feels like he's more like the I'm like when somebody plays an apex and they're not gonna be the best, so their goal is to like smurf so that because mm-hmm. he purposefully doesn't like take that exam or pass that exam or whatever to get mm-hmm. to S class. Like he's purposefully like just I think that, wasn't that other girl doing that? Like she's like oh I'm just gonna amass all of the C class or whatever. Oh yes, yeah, no. She's hmm. not smurfing. She really is. She really just sucks. No, 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 no. No, you're right. She she probably could do better, but she knows she won't be the best in the next class. She's smurfing. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's smurfing. He really just feels strongly about the the way that the S that the heroes are perceived, and so he doesn't want schmucks in the S class. I don't know, man. I but feel what like he's the villain. At least that's like, what he says. We haven't seen yeah. much of his motivation, so who knows? But that's what he says, and I believe him. <laughs> what were you going to say, Kyle? <laughs> I was saying, like, if he if he truly believes, like, in what the S class, like, stands for, I think it kind of counteracts his point. Like, if he's not going to grow in S class, you know, like, maybe the lowest person who would be the lowest of S class, you know, shouldn't be in S class. And so they would get defeated. And then get knocked out of S class. Like it's it, he's still kind of gatekeeping and also, but it's like preventing. It's a super weird dynamic, I guess, to just try to hold that spot to be the one people have to go through. Like if you could be the best, I guess, in S class, then I think you would have a voice as far as who else gets in S class. You know, so I don't. So, I don't, so is there his a, motivation doesn't make a whole lot no, of sense. No, no, I don't think you do get a voice. He's. I think what he's doing is the only way for him to exert control over who gets into S class is to block people from passing his position. Yeah. So, yeah. so the question is: Is there a there's a maximum amount of people who can be in S class? No, or, I I think you just have to somehow surpass whoever is the top of a class okay so you could have like 100 people in s class as long as they in, surpass the in a theory class. and this he probably class. he probably believes that the exam or whatever to get into s class isn't uh top isn't isn't like a high enough tier for him mm-hmm. for his you know sensibilities 
So he's imposing a higher tier by being there. Presumably it's harder to be better than him. Because if he were to move to S-Class, then probably a bunch of other people could also do it once he was no longer in the way. So Genos is S-Class. Did he beat? Yeah. He was ranked high. I don't know. He didn't fight him. but he, I, right. think, I think Genos became S-Class because he like did some the crazy yeah. like stuff that kind of... Because the classing... Hmm. He definitely surpassed him on some... Or maybe he has to give his approval... Because he, he, he sized Gino up. He met him like in a cafe or something. Yeah, yeah. Afterwards, I think, is when Gino became S class. Genos. 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 Yeah. Genos. Demon sword, oh, yeah. Cyborg, which is a gangster Demon name. Demon Cyborg. Such <laughs> yeah. a gangster name. Bald cape. <laughs> Caped baldy. You, I'm not, I'm, I'm, we're not talking about any other shows, but uh, the, the dude, uh, Sweet. What what's his name? Ma- Mask, whatever his name is. Um, he kind of reminds me, even though he's not a villain per se. In my mind, he, I feel like he's a villain because of how he uses his power and yeah. like the stuff that he does. Like though he's quote unquote protecting humanity, he's doing it the way that he wants to, in mm-hmm. kind of a manipulative kind of like brutal. not yeah brutal way. Um, and there's a character in another show um, who kind of cares a lot about what it means to be a hero. So he sets, you know, he basically like he's a villain because the heroes in his talking opinion. Talking about Hero Academia? Yeah, I'm trying to be Stain. somewhat like vague so I don't, you know. Uh, spoil oh, that one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank oh, you. I just spoiled it. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. Is that is that a spoiler? I feel like that's yes. Just... That character is. This, I mean, if you haven't watched the show, the character is kind of a, you know, like deeper in the season, at least. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to be respectful because, like, the anime community. Oh. You know what I'm saying? But, well, <laughs> but uh, long story short, he just reminds me of another character. Even though he's not a villain, like his motivations are kind of villainous. Like, hey. Like the reason the one character in My Hero does what he does is because he believes that heroes should have a higher standard, you know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, because I, I almost feel like the hero, uh, what what are they called? What's the, are they just called the hero collective? I don't know what they're, like there's association. The, yeah, no, the, that's the hero that's association. One Punch Man. Yeah, in One Punch Man. That's what I'm sorry. I'm switching back to One Punch Man. Like they seem kind of evil in their own way. Like. They seem like they're run by all these really rich people who have their own motivations and like yeah. use the heroes to their own benefit, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't say they're evil. The I would say there's a little bit of corruption in there, sure, but it seems like it's just your your run of the mill government, you know, tyrannical taking taking over anything, I guess, that has Whoa. any sort of like military power. You think so? <laughs> That's pretty extreme. I really feel like they're a very very benign organization for the most part but but i don't know i mean they're benign in the sense that they're doing good now but it's clear that they are uh um beholden to their stakeholders you know yeah because because remember even then we haven't seen the stakeholders do anything crazy i mean remember when the dude had that super top class villain i mean hero like hanging out with him and his son like yeah yeah like, hey, like this oh, guy, yeah, the guy can... with the bat. Yeah, what was that? Yes. Guy's Metal name? bat. <laughs> is there there? a question? I don't understand what's. What I'm saying is, I, what I was trying <laughs> to make the point is, is that like, 
these people who are they're beholden to are you manipulating how the heroes act the, that particular hero could have been doing something else like he was like hey i could actually be doing some hero work but instead i'm on duty watching these people and the the hero association is like hey he pays a lot of money into our organization so you got to do that you know what i'm saying like at the end of right. the day they're not like fully like hey philanthropic do the best for people it's like there's people who are paying into the coffers of the hero association so that it benefits them you know what i'm saying yeah i mean i get that i and like i said there's some mild corruption but that's the worst thing we've seen we haven't seen them trying to like take over the military or or like otherwise go out of the way to run people's lives they really they're just doing their thing for the most part so, okay, so speaking of that, like, so one thing that was interesting to me about all the other monster races, like, if you think about the monsters, remember, you know, Saitama has that dream about the moment, right? And he's, like, finally satisfied, right? Like, oh, yeah. he's, he's fighting these people. And then the moment come out, and they're just, like, the most, like, feeble. <laughs> embarrassing. Embarrassing monsters, right? But, like, each of the races have the same motivation of, like, Hey, like we are forced here almost. It sounds like like we've been forced to live underground and it's time, you know, like, oh, we're forced yeah. to live underwater. Oh, we are forced to live in the skies. Or, you know, like I, I'm uh, one like I mean, there's a lot of that, sure. Go on. Yeah, but I'm wondering if like that's what it is. Like humans fundamentally like oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm bringing up this game. But knack. Like, you oh know, gosh. You know, Not like knack. You know, think about like <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. Go you know, on, like please. Like in Mac, <laughs> the goblins or whatever they're called are the villains. They're, they're oppressed people. But they're actually the people who are oppressed initially by the humans. And they're just responding in kind. Like, I feel like there's a little bit of that. Well, <laughs> yeah, in Mac, that. In Mac, that was the case. But remember, we learned in Mac too that they actually used to be like legit, like warlike, and they lost the war. And it's only since then that they've become an oppressed people. Since the war. Since that old war with uh, all the magic uh, golems and stuff. Yeah. You slept through that, didn't you? No, no. I mean, I remember, but I'm, I, I guess in my mind, it's just <laughs> is like, at the end of the day, like, there's no true heroes. Like, everybody's just trying sure. to protect their own people, you know? Yeah. Agreed, you know? for sure. You know? so Yeah, the monsters, they just want they just want to be treated like equals. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them do. <laughs> some, of them, some of them. I mean... I don't know. I yeah, guess some of them. I guess if you just had disdain toward the oppressors, you would just see them as like people to be conquered and not as human, right? Like sure. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't see any humanity in it. I guess maybe the closest example I can think of is like, you know how Thanos, you know, in theory, his motivation is good. Like he's trying to save mm-hmm. the universe from like, you know, running out of out of resources. Everything. Yeah. Resources, time, space, matter. Um but then he goes to an extreme length to meet that goal. Mm-hmm. I feel like every monster that you just described is like that. Like they, they have something they're trying to do. Some of it's good. Some of it is less good. But they have this extreme length. They're willing to go to do it. Mm-hmm. And we just we don't see any of the conflict or any of the like progression to that point. We just see them show up and get wrecked. Um, yeah. The violent part of it. Yeah. I mean, like, the House of Evolution, they were trying to, like, forcefully evolve everybody, mm-hmm. I think, right? Yeah. Um, uh, the, guy, the guy from space, 
he uh he just was looking for he was just trying to fight everybody he's basically like saitama but like just boros yeah he's just like boros yes he's like i just want to fight the strongest person there's somebody in this universe who will give me a challenge he was goku he went about it totally different from what saitama does right because this guy essentially became a warlord and was like conquering entire galaxies or whatever and that's how he went about you know not being bored yeah, looking for that. It's not fight. great. Looking for the yeah, his his was. I would say of all the 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 monsters, like they were the most like malicious. Like their goal was just they were like pirates or something, right? Yeah, know, something. That's a good way to, put, a good it. Way to put it. Yeah, like yeah, they were there to. He was there to conquer, and so there was there was like peace was never an option, and so like Saitama had to show up. I mean, but, I still I still don't think we don't the monster association. The people might have joined because they wanted to be stronger or whatever, but the group itself seems pretty hell-bent on violence and treachery and, yeah, the destruction of humanity. And maybe they have a secret good intention behind that or motivation behind that, but we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I think it's different. Well, they don't seem to be violent or always violent against other mo- other monsters, at least. So if well, they why want- would they be? They have a common goal. You know, they want everyone to be monsters then maybe so is, so is a monster just anybody who's not human because like like because the sea king or whatever he was just like they're just trying to take over the planet more or less right like from what i could surmise and he just was invading but he wasn't associated to the monster association right uh, like like he was just no you're right doing his own thing so I guess like anybody who's not human is a monster, but not necessarily all the monsters are associated to some whatever this monster association is. It's just interesting because yeah, they're not all affiliated, mm-hmm. right? And they're different I mean, races, saw... kind of, sorta, of, kind of. It like, seems like there's a, a pretty diverse biology there. Yeah, I guess like as for lack of a better way of saying it, like every like the monsters are I guess more like physical mutated physically mutated heroes because they have a lot of the same attributes and powers it seems they just look different they all have purple blood hmm. oh yeah that too was that the same was was the sea people and the mole people did they have purple blood or were they just blood blood uh your boy sea king definitely had purple blood i don't remember the mole people <laughs> they <laughs> maybe that was because he was a fish i know the monsters from the house of evolution had purple blood Wait, uh, maybe I don't not. remember. See, now oh, you think the Mosquito Queen had red blood, but I know she was drinking other people's she was blood. Full of blood that's why. Yeah. She's full of blood. Hmm. That's interesting. So, we all? so I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn the, just the topic real quick because I'm interested to hear, like, outside of Saitama, and we haven't talked too too much about Saitama, like, other than like the general, but like, who who was your like favorite hero outside of Saitama? Did y'all have one? Like, mm. so I guess I can I can get started. I mean, for me, of course, my man, my boy, Moo Man Rider. Like, <laughs> how did I know? Like, Moo Man Rider was he was the old he's he he deserves power. He's the actual <laughs> hero of the story. Like, yeah, he, he should have died. He is the, yeah, he multiple occasions. Like, he's truly like the most heroic. Like, he's basically Captain America. But he's also it. very naive. Very. Yeah. He's heroic to a fault. 
<laughs> yeah, but and I feel like that's Captain America before he gets the super soldier serum, right? Like, yeah, uh, like, I guess, sure. Yeah, like think about the first moment in uh, in Captain America, like when they throw the grenade, right? He jumped. He on jumped that. on it. Like he was <laughs> literally willing to sacrifice his life. This like, man would say, "Move men, jump." <laughs> justice. No, he would say, "Justice jump." Justice That's what it would be. Like, justice jump. And I feel like Moon Man, like on his little bicycle, like just just a normal human, like a, the most normal human. But like he's the top of C class, I believe. And yeah, he was rank one in C class. It's like there's something about his character that makes him great, but he has no power. And wait, like, hmm? wait. He's the top of C class. The guys that jumped Garo, like the Stinger and but they, all those other yeah. dudes, were they C class? I know they were low. I think not all of them. It was a it was a combination because most of them, or from my, my favorite, I have a favorite group. Okay. It isn't a favorite. If hero, you say the I'll, tank top fools, I'm gonna be. It's my turn. You're misunderstanding me. I'm not talking about uh, when the tank top fools jumped him. <laughs> I'm talking about when like the Gatling gun, Gat- Death Gatling, and the Stinger, and yeah. the big smi- Mr. Smiley no, or whatever. No, they were all A ranks. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. They were a- yeah, because okay. Stinger is definitely A rank for sure. Okay, I was about to say like I thought some of them were C rank, and I'm like, there's no way this dude is a rank below movement. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, because Gatlin, he he kind of gives a little bit of story before they. I knew fight he him. was A rank. Yeah. Yeah, but he was saying, you know, he he pulled those guys together because they're always overshadowed by S rank. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that smiley dude actually looks somewhat surprisingly dangerous. I was impressed. Wait, wait, smiley. Yeah, they all kind of the smiley dude. Which one was that one? He was in a red suit, like tank, like tights, and he had yeah. a giant. He had like a, a staff with a giant, like wrecking ball smiley face attached to it, and he could throw it out and like return it to himself. Oh, wow. and that thing was like it was like cloud with his Buster Sword. It was humongous, it was and he's literally jumping around and just handling it like it's nothing, but it's huge and it looks super heavy. And I'm like, whoa, this man is a problem <laughs> oh yeah i gotta look i gotta look him up i vaguely remember that i can't believe i but yeah kyle sorry you were saying yeah so, you were saying so i mean yes <laughs> moo man rider should have died but he's one of my favorite i mean i have other favorites but i gotta hear what you're about to say kyle because you <laughs> so it was partially a joke but yeah the, I, I like the tank top guys i think that having a whole like sub archetype within the heroes where it's just dudes who wear tank tops and have like different, like there's vegetarian tank tops, there's <laughs> yeah. tank top, uh, what's his name? Expert? Master? I think yeah, there's master. different levels of tank top. Uh, yeah, like tiger tank top or something. Yeah. The guy with the stripes. Like it's, it's just wild. I thought it was, I thought it was a fun concept. But no, my, my actual favorite hero would have to be Gold Ball, Golden Ball. Oh, yeah. Oh, the dude who um, shoots out the little balls. He's got the slingshot, mm-hmm. and like he shoots the. It is pretty much like bullets, but you know he's got the the laser pointer on the slingshot. Like he does some crazy stuff for that thing, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I think my favorite part of the show, at least the, my favorite part of season two, was monsters in the hospital. Moomin Rider jumps on one of them. Is like justice tackles. Like this man <laughs> is in the hospital, already got beat up. Mm-hmm. Is about to be killed, 
And then Tank Top Master comes through and tackles it out the door or out the wall or something. And it's like, you shouldn't try tackling without a tank top. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what universe is this? (laughs) Tank top makes him so powerful. They got their own thing going. Yeah, and they have a whole squad of them. Like, there's so many tank tops. There's so many tank top boys. But tank top master is, like, just gangster. Like, he is truly gangster. Like, and I guess he created acolytes. Like, hey. Like mm-hmm. the tank top gives you power. <laughs> they're all, they're all like, it's it's a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. So so who is did you who did you say who one of your favorites were Steve? You know I haven't yet, and I've been, think, I've been thinking furiously. Um, the first one that comes to mind that's the one. It might. Uh, you know who it is. I'm just thinking of all the little moments. So like Genos, I like he's a cool main character. I was surprised by how much I liked King. Yes. After after it's revealed what a coward and a liar he is. Yes. Mm yes. Um, King was really good. King was surprisingly good. Yeah. Well, Uh, Black Luster, whatever his name was, um, the shiny black guy who was like, "Look at my pecs." Oh, you mean Super Dark Shine? Dark Shine, the most. Wait. That's what his name is. Dark Shine. Yeah, it's Dark Shine. It's Dark Shine. He had, I think, I remember, I know what you're talking about, the luster. I think that was his move or something. Oh, okay. But his name is Super Alloy Dark Shine. (laughs) He's a big, swole, shiny black man. Like, I don't. (laughs) You know, I don't even know how. He's S rank. He's S rank. I don't even know how to feel about that. I was just like, you know what, man? Do y'all think Japanese people? I'm just gonna let this one slide. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, it's one of those things. I think I have to go with the baseball bad guy. He was hilarious in the end of season one when he was fighting, you know, uh, fighting the, the aliens, and he just he's swinging that bat like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then they fleshed him out a lot more in season two, and I was like, hey, he's actually more impressive than I expected. I thought it would just be like a throwaway gag, like, oh, what to do with a baseball bat. Uh, and B, he was like fun to watch. So I might, other than Genos, I might have to give it to him. I think we just know Joe, but Genos so much better. I think I want to echo your king, like, uh, it's one of my favorite mm-hmm. characters because at first I was like, oh, I just was dying. It's like, king, oh no, he's always near where one punch man is doing something ridiculous mm-hmm. and he's just walking down the street. But he's just gangsterness of like, all right, this is what I got to do. <laughs> like, I got to act mm-hmm. like I'm gangster or otherwise I'm right. going to be murdered. <laughs> he didn't love, flinch. Like, he still played the part. I love how, how tropey this is. That, like, this man's heartbeat as he's panicking <laughs> is audible. Like, everyone can hear it. And that other people were, like, they made up lore, lore about it. About and they it. call it the King Engine. <laughs> I love it. And, like, everyone knows about the King Engine. And it's a sign of, like, you know, like, oh, crap's about to hit the fan. Like, it's about to be serious. And it's literally this man just just crapping his pants. Like, about I'm so scared. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was the same thing. Like the fact that they were like, "Oh man, he's so gangster!" Like you know, and this man is just literally like, "I'm going to die! Like I'm going to die! I need to find a way to exit." But but his he's so good at it. He's like he he gets people to like stand stay at a standstill because they're like, "What's he about to do?" 
Like I got, mm-hmm. I can't act first. I gotta, you know. And he's just like, oh, come on, please, somebody come. <laughs> this man's literally he's just playing. He's just bluffing nonstop. <laughs> highest level, highest level bluff. Yeah, I like. Him. And then especially with the character he becomes when he starts. Well, first of all, he's playing those weird games, but um, mm. like how him and One Punch Man become really good friends, and like, yeah, and like he just which kinda, is good for him. Yeah, and it, which is perfect for him. And but they kind of like get each other. Right. They're both just like yeah. people who just they're kind of depressed in their own ways. And they just kind of like play video games and hang out while stuff is going down. And, you know, like and also still roasts Saitama, oh, even yeah. though like he has no powers, <laughs> but like he just completely just destroys him in all the games <laughs> and calls him out. <laughs> he's he's uh, he's the one person who's consistently made Saitama angry. Yeah. 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 Like he, he, Saitama has never lost at anything almost. So it's like he finally found a person who can best him at something. And it's like mm-hmm. he respects King for that. And it's like, yo, like, hey, you're going to come through? Like, hey, you stole my game. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Saitama is literally the strongest human on the planet. And this man is like, yeah. <laughs> so I think my favorite hero, like, it is so random because they didn't show him that much, but they showed him enough where I was like, "What in the world is Watchdog Man?" Yeah, the, Ooh, the yeah. random dog dude who doesn't say anything but just works you. Mm-mm. He just works you. <laughs> like, like when Garu <laughs> run up ran up on him, he's like, oh, "I'll take him," and he's like, "Yo, this dude is actually really a problem." <laughs> yeah. His powers like make no sense. Like, what is the? He's just why he's he just really strong and agile. I don't think he has and any fast. actual powers. And he just wears a dog outfit. <laughs> it's just a kind of dog outfit. Just to kind of, it must be a flex. <laughs> yeah. This just just because, like, what you gonna do about it? But he's so fast. What the dog doing? What the dog doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh man, yo, like, like watch Watchdog Man is secretly like Saitama though. Like he just like has a super black <laughs> blank face. He's just like he just For does real. the job. Like he doesn't. He just gets to it, like, like yo. I, I, he, he. I definitely want more of Watchdog Man. So, yeah, go ahead. You know who I really loved in season two? I forget his name. It was the guy who won the martial art tournament. Oh yeah, what was his name? Oh yeah, this dude looked like a villain straight out of like Yu Yu Hakusho. Like he was such <laughs> he a classic character, and he turned him totally inside out. Not, not like. Like the author turned him inside out. It was such an interesting journey for this man. And that one day he went from the pretty boy who just wrecks everyone to like begging for his life. Humility. Humble and thankful and grateful. It was so cool. What was that guy's name? I can't remember, but. It, was, it started with, it had an S in it. I see, I oh, I found it. Suiru. Soyu. Yeah. I can't say That's that word. Because my yeah, list, I can't, I can't pronounce list. half of these. But um, yeah, <laughs> you're you kept from saying it. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, <laughs> like so gangster. But it's like funny that like there's those people who just want to be powerful, who are like fighters, who don't want to be heroes. They just want to be mm-hmm. powerful, but like mm-hmm. they still aren't that great. Like, like they can only really battle what the A rank, or maybe maybe B. May- what was, I don't what know, was that like one woman. dude? That one dude who the snake bite guy. I yeah. think he was A rank. Yeah, like they weren't that good. Um, you know, like 
but they were still. So that guy was like, he was like the Hercule of his universe. Who the snake bite guy? <laughs> no, what's what's his name? Starts with an S. Oh, Soryu. Soryu, yeah, because he was like the strongest human, I guess, in through their tournaments. Well, well, he was he wasn't that trash. Like, well, <laughs> I guess you're right. You're no, right. He, he, he was above and beyond the other the other contestants, other than Saitama. But but that's fair. Hercule is the strongest normal person, right? Yeah. Like he can't. What the Z Fighters? A horrible name. But um, he he can't, <laughs> he can't mess with them. But like, as far as like normal, like any other person, he, right? He's he's the top, right? Mm-hmm. So that's fair. That's fair. Like. But the thing is, like, yeah, Snakebite, I, I feel like he wasn't A rank. I feel like he was, like, B rank or something. Cause Maybe. Because, I don't remember. Because when Saitama was in C class, that guy was trying to oh. stunt on him. Yeah. <laughs> and Saitama, like, ruined his life instantly, you know. Was that the guy he fought, like, at dawn on the beach or something? Yeah, like the guy tried to catch him on the levee, like after he yeah. became a hero. He's like, Hi, you're not ready for this. And Saitama just like <laughs> carrying his normal groceries. <laughs> yeah. I forgot his name. Yeah. And how are you gonna how are you gonna jump a man while he's carrying his groceries? <laughs> I feel like Saitama was always coming from the convenience store though. Like Always. <laughs> always. He would be trying to get that sale, man. Mm-hmm. Oh true, true. He was mad broke. That's interesting because Saitama's like kinda broke. And but he didn't have a job, right? Like, I don't know. Does he get paid by the association now? I forgot. I, yeah, I think I think because he had to do something. There was a time where he was like he stayed inactive for too long, and so he was trying to find like side jobs because I think he was going to be taken off of the payroll or something like that, or lose. I, think, his... I thought he was trying to work his way up to the payroll because he started so low. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Oh no, no, he was trying. He what he was trying to do was move to B class because if you're a C class, you have to always be patrolling. Oh, but if you're the A class, you don't have trying, to patrol. He's too lazy. <laughs> There's no quota work. for B class. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, "Oh man, I got to get out of you know." Yeah, and he made it to A class because because that's when Snake Dude bothered him. He's like, "Ah, oh, right. you're in A class now. Like, you know, you don't know what you're messing with." You shouldn't even be here, not realizing like, like no. When he made it to B class, Snake was in A class, so he started messing with them. Man, you know what's weird? They were building up this kind of weird arc where, like, or this this kind of plot arc that's happening, subplot, where people are turning against Saitama because he's because he's involved in all these battles and he wins, but no one understands how strong he is. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the the people hate him, they think he's a cheater, and the Hero Association is confused, and some of the other heroes think he's a cheater as well. And that was happening near the end of Season 1, but then it just never comes up in Season 2. So what? Yeah, it was kind of how they ended off Season 1, because it was, at least that's how I understand it, was that Saitama kind of purposefully made it seem like all the other heroes had weakened the sea king yeah and so when he showed up he just like finished him off but he's not really as strong as people think he is and so he like almost called himself a fake yeah so that to to keep the other hero's reputations intact yeah exactly yeah but but that only happened because 
the only reason why he had to do that was because of that weird little sniveling kid at the rescue center remember yeah so like c king comes in there's whooping everybody up what's up genos he shows up and he does it and everybody's like wow he's so strong and then that sniveling kid's like well actually like <laughs> it's because the heroes are so weak you know and so saitama had to save face for them because oh, of that yeah. kid like i think everybody right. would have just took it as like oh he's really strong and the heroes are strong but that little kid that little internet troll like forced him to do that. I think it was a grown man, actually, but probably <laughs> internet troll. Yeah. <laughs> um, Even worse. I mean, yeah, all that stuff happened. I'm just pointing out that, like, we haven't seen anything about that since. You know, he was even. I think one of the tank top guys even like challenged him publicly, right? And he oh just, yeah, after he that. Had, and after he, that. Yeah, and he had to act. He had to act like a heel to to keep it going. But wasn't it because Gino showed up or something or something happened in that moment? Like, cause he was trying to get remember. the whole town to work against him. And then maybe like Gino showed up and was like, started talking about, I can't, I can't, I remember that moment, but I can't remember. I don't remember how that moment ended. ended yeah, yeah. It did. It didn't feel from what I remember. It doesn't feel like that has been resolved. Yeah. I, I think to me, I actually thought season one was more interesting to me than season two. I would actually like revert, like reverse what Kyle said about the eight, seven or nine, seven, because I feel like season two, they followed other characters too much. Um, And they had these like long, like they, it almost became a normal anime for a while. If you think about it, like <laughs> there was actual normal fights happening with normal characters. You don't know who's going to win. Like they they kind of went back to that. And like Saitama was just playing video games with King somewhere. And it was like multiple episodes of just like Garu fighting those guys in the A class or whatever. Or these guys at the turn, like not at the tournament. Um, like it just was like a lot of just Genos doing a thing. And then like, yeah. of course, Saitama shows up and everything changes. But. I don't know. I felt like that was not very interesting to me because to me, I was like the only characters that I really liked outside of Saitama were like Genos. I liked Fang. Um, you know, of course, Fang's I like cool. King. Um, Fang. But, Silver Fang? Yes. Yeah, oh, Silver, Bang. Bang. Sil- oh, you said Bang. No, I said oh. Fang, but his, his name, name is, Bang. is Bang, but Silver Fang. Um, but uh, so like him, of course, Moon Man Rider. I'm gonna get a shirt, a Moon Man Rider shirt, because he he deserves respect. <laughs> um, you know, and there's like a few other characters, but like I didn't really care about some of the and of course Watchman, Watchdog Man, but like it just felt like a too much like a normal anime for a while. Until mm. after the monster after the tournament ended and it started like I don't know. That's just my opinion. You're right. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. But because I oh I don't think it's a bad thing because I like those tropes, and so I'm happy. I'm happy for the show to just you know be like that. Mm-hmm. But if you're in it for the first season, like subver- subversiveness, you're right. I didn't think about that, but it's definitely reduced. In this, it's it's still there, but it's reduced. I mean, the jokes are still there. Um, I like the fact that they essentially had a tournament arc, but a it didn't matter. B <laughs> Uh, it was a subplot <laughs> yeah. to the main plot, which was like the other characters. Mm-hmm. And C, mm. it actually was detrimental because instead of being out there fighting monsters, Saitama was chilling, worried about, 
you know, getting caught. Yeah, because like his, the main conflict was, oh no, my my wig fell off. <laughs> <laughs> the wig. <laughs> Meanwhile, people outside getting murdered. Because his goal was to make money, right? Like he was like, oh, no. I could... right. His goal was to experience martial arts, and yeah, he wanted oh, he to also, learn about it. He did want the money. I yeah, it was yeah, to get the money because the because uh, Silver Fang's student couldn't go or something because he was hurt. It was both. I feel like yeah, it was just. Chongro, you're right. I think Saitama was like, yeah, yeah, Ch- Chakaro or whatever. What's yeah. his stupid name? Chonkaro, uh Yeah, who cares? <laughs> he was forgetting. Chironko. Chironko. <laughs> I think it was Chironko. But um, yeah, because he did say, oh, maybe there's some strong people there. Forgetting like he's one punch man. And No, no, no. Not just strength. Specifically martial arts. Because they heard that Garo was using martial arts. And he's like, well, I've never really dealt with that. Let me, where do I learn? And Tronka was like, "Oh well, there's a tournament." So, so because that's even what he told Soria. He's like, "Yeah, I came here to learn martial arts." So one punch man, <laughs> while he was laying on the ground, <laughs> like I came here to learn martial arts and have fun. And this dude is broken. Get money. Yeah, it's funny because like one punch man is so op that he doesn't realize like he doesn't need martial arts. Like he, he <laughs> right? That's what he learned. Yeah. yeah, he like he thinks that it's something greater because he's just like. He doesn't even like understand like oh oh like there must be something great about this because there's a tournament of people, but he should have known because Charanco was gonna be in it and Charanco is trash. So I'm like, yeah. what what do you think is about to happen? <laughs> you know, like the takeaway for call him it- during the battle with Suryu was like, oh I get it, martial arts is a way to look really cool and like move <laughs> yeah. move really cool, and it just boiled this man up and then he ate him. <laughs> What we called it dancing or something. Yeah, what, what were you about to say, Kyle? You were about to say something. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, I was, I was trying to remember what Steve just said. Like he he was called he was kind of defacing it, and that's what was yeah making the guy even matter because he was he kept belittling what martial arts was and trying to really narrow it down to like one specific thing. Yeah, while fighting the it. guy, <laughs> and he's over here just like really disrespecting me like this. Hundred <laughs> percent. So, so I do want to take a moment to talk about one of the most problematic characters in the whole show, um, because this is going to be on YouTube and stuff like that. We're going to have to be careful with the words we use to talk about him. But um, let's talk about the guy by the name of Puri Puri Prisoner. Oh, the oh. the S class. Uh. <laughs> prisoner who has a particular crime fighting style <laughs> fighting style yes yeah and his do we do we even need to address him i feel like if you know you know <laughs> yeah, we're just walking on thin ice here yeah, yeah i just feel like we have to address it and say like really Jesus. though like yeah really like i get that it's kind of unnecessary but it's like the show was already unnecessary. We didn't need Purry Purry Prisoner. Like, <laughs> and and yeah. the effect he has on other heroes, like, who are concerned about his presence, like, yeah. <laughs> and his strength, like. Right. It's literally a man who's in jail for crimes he's committed and continues to harass people and. He's uh, a problem. <laughs> I mean, for, forget the the casual nudity, just. All everything. His intention is the problem. His intention is truly yeah. the problem. 
Yeah, like he's so like is he truly considered? I guess a hero. Yeah, yeah. Is he is he just not far far along enough to be a monster? Because he's not like a good. I mean, he's he's fighting the monsters. I get that, but he's not necessarily a good guy. Well, see, so I think it's supposed to be played for laughs because it's only implied, as far as I remember, it's only implied that he's like done horrible things to people because of it's implied through the way he acts and the fact that he's in prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, all we've actually seen him do is fight monsters and protect people. So, like, well, I, okay, I'm willing, I to, I'm willing to call him a good guy. That doesn't discredit, I guess, though what he's what he's done though. Like he's no, but we don't know what he's like, done. I don't, but Do I we? don't see why we'd have to see it. I guess for him to still be considered, like, is that what would? Well, see, well, see, you, that's I the guess? thing. That's why I think the whole hero monster thing is problematic in its own way, right? Just being deep about this, it's just that, like, at the end of the day, fundamentally, a hero is just a person who can, who protects humanity, right? It doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. like like what, what's the dude's name? Metal Knight, Metal. Dark. There's like Metal Knight, there's Drive oh, the Knight, Iron Man. There's a couple, yeah, yeah the weird. There's I- a couple knights. Like the he's we- definitely sketchy. Like the Iron Man dude is clearly just out there trying to test out weapons. Like yeah, he does not care about anything, but he's protects humanity by as a byproduct, as a side effect, as a side effect. So I f- <laughs> so I feel like that's the problem. Like you are a hero if you just aren't a monster, you know. And you're not like I feel like the justification for poor poor prisoner is that yes he has a criminal past whatever he was doing but he's his good outweighs the bad right like mm. you, you deploy him when needed when you say the defense for him do you mean the in universe defense of why he isn't considered dangerous by most people or do you mean the like the real world defense, like why is he in this in the show, acting this way? Why do people treat him like he's not a problem? Oh no no no! I I do mean in show, not like why is he in the show? Like I just accept accept okay. that he's in it. But it's like in the universe, the other heroes, particularly certain heroes, are like, hey, like he we know he's a problem, and he auto, he verbally and aggressively lets them kind of know his intentions. You know, mm-hmm. and people are concerned about it. Like they like are like, okay, cool, we need to move. <laughs> you know, um, and I think from the hero association end, he's still a good person because in his mind, he is fighting to protect those people that he would essentially victimize. Like it's kind of his bent. If he, you know. they have a common enemy, mm-hmm. both he and the other heroes. Yes, I think. Yeah, but his okay, motivation is, point. his motivation is not good. I mean, when you look at all the other heroes like the, the, you mentioned who are also kind of sketchy, it seems just like yeah, the hero association will essentially take anybody who uh, can fight for mo- can fight monsters. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the hunter association and hunter hunter is like as long as you pass the exam, <laughs> we don't care what you do. <laughs> we really don't care what you do. They and they mm-hmm. really really don't they care. Really at least don't. the hero association is trying to be heroic. And maybe they're kind of utilitarian about it, but the Hunter Association is like, hey, we're we're just strong. <laughs> we're not good or bad. And we want you to take bounties, kind of, sort of, from time to time. He's like, I still gotta watch that show. Yeah, oh. it's, I mean, it's a good show. It's a good show. It's definitely it'll take you places. <laughs> it'll, it'll take places you there. So, 
so one thing is like about Saitama is just like to me he his presence in the show of course is his show I, just, I once again I wish there was more of him but like the moment that I think I literally almost passed out laughing I don't remember who he was fighting but it was like it was kind of near his house when him and Genos were living together and mm-hmm. and everybody nobody's living in that town anymore right because like everybody's like oh that's monster city right it's pretty much deserted mm-hmm. yeah and king lives there because king is king is like what is wrong with king but um <laughs> i can't remember who the villain was but or, or was it garu no 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 it was the weird ninja dude oh sonic oh yeah sonic speed of sound sonic. speed of sound sonic who's like a villain by choice like he's not a monster but he's a villain and yeah. He tries to find Saitama because Saitama dirt worked him in the woods or whatever, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, no, he's not that strong. And then, like, so Genos, I think, was fighting him or something. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, Saitama, like, walks up. And then, like, like uh, Speedster, whatever his name is, is doing his little move, his after effect move. And then, oh, yeah. then <laughs> Saitama goes, serious, serious, sideways. Side <laughs> it like almost it like kills the guy instantly he's like is he dead <laughs> like oh my gosh i killed him i just was playing around like and I, that's the best part he he wasn't even attacking him. he just did the sidesteps <laughs> and the right. wind knocked this man out yo me and shailene were dying for like a solid five minutes serious yeah. serious sideways jumps <laughs> like Oh my goodness! Like he's better at him at he's better than him at his own game. <laughs> and he's like, "What in the world?" When he started it, and he's like, <laughs> 10 after images." What? <laughs> oh man! Like any t- and then all the names mm-hmm. of Saitama's attacks are, are just so good. Yeah, oh, consecutive yeah. normal punches. <laughs> Serious. Like when he was fighting the alien, I can't remember the move he used, but it was like. He used serious punch or something. Serious punch. But the crazy thing is, like, when other people are fighting Saitama, they are the most gangster, epic, like, animations mm-hmm. and transformations. Like, in any. It's part of the gag. Yo, yeah. it's crazy. Like, in any other show, that would be the rawest moment ever. Like, people powering mm-hmm. up in, like, the, the way that they do the animation and, like, turning into different creatures and, like, doing these it's crazy really laser beams. And then, like, Saitama just standing Opens there. them. <laughs> <laughs> like... I read a book... I read a book uh, by Neil Gaiman, and there's a woman in the book who has the power to open things. Okay. And it's very vague. Like, she can open doors and unlock things, obviously. But she also, at one point, uses her power to open a person. Oh. And that's, that's how I picture... Wow. <laughs> it's the way when Saitama punches and there's just like a gaping hole, <laughs> yeah. like and the person just like falls apart. Like, yeah, that's that's what happened to that guy that one time. <laughs> one thing that kind of bothered me about Saitama's powers is that in that way they seemed kind of inconsistent. Because like sometimes the wind would completely rip somebody's torso off, and other times it would blow them away, and then there were times where he'd like smack somebody. And they'd knock out or he'd smack somebody seemingly with the same amount of force and they'd explode on the spot. And so it was like, I don't really understand, I guess, how his power works, because 
Sometimes it seems like he has control over it. Other times it seems like, you know, no matter what he does, he's got like a Midas touch as far as destruction. So didn't he punch Boros at least once or twice without killing him? Or Garu? No, Boros. Which one is Boros? The the yeah, space the, guy, the pirate uh, alien from. Yeah, both, both of them, and he's even hit. I think he hit Janos. Genos. He didn't hit. Time. He didn't hit Garo. Oh wait, yeah, he well, kicked well, him the one side. Well, here's the thing. I think at one point, One Punch Man points out that he he always pulls his punches on like humans, like yeah. like he never will hit a human seriously, like ever. Because during the fight, he was punching people, and they would just fly off in the sky mm-hmm. and disappear. Yeah, yeah, they didn't die. But like with okay, so he does pull. His yeah, because okay. like when Garo would run up on him, like Garo would see him. And then Gar would all of a sudden just be like, wake up seven days later. Like, what just happened? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, like, what Saitama knew that he was, like, a villain, but he knew he was human. So he would never hit him for real. Similar to his serious, serious sideways jumps. Like, he had never done that before. So he didn't know the what, what would happen. But his goal wasn't to kill, you know, Sonic. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like, when he fights the monsters, he just hits them. He doesn't hit them as hard as he can, right? Like he has. I assume he doesn't. Yeah. He does various. He's levels. trying to hold back. I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows how much to hold back with monsters. Yeah, yeah. So I think he like varies it, and then he's like, "Okay, I guess I'll really punch you." Like he's kind of yeah. always used to holding back, so he's like, "Oh, okay, I can punch you for real." And then he's disappointed, like, because <laughs> well, yeah, with Boros, yeah. he punched him. He hit him a few times. I think. With serious punch. But then it, it was the one punch at the end. He was like, all right, this is my serious punch. And that was the one that, like, you know, blew out the whole sky. <laughs> like, just absolutely obliterated everything. Yeah. Like, to, to me, that's the most interesting part. Like, what is Saitama's actual ceiling? Like, mm-hmm. what is his... Because does he even know his strongest ability? Like... I don't know. It, it almost seems like... If he, he punches the planet, will he destroy the planet? I wonder. Right. And will, will, could he survive in outer space? I think he has to hold his breath. Did did he go to outer space? Yeah, Boros flung him up and hit the moon, remember? Oh, yeah. He jumped was, off the yeah, moon. He came back to Earth. <laughs> 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 he, left a, he left a crater. He's like, and he just slowly just boosh, and he just... Yeah, and then like, like okay, I, this is something this this is not necessarily one punch man, one punch man specific, but I've always wondered like, how does a person's body tolerance like, how does that level up, right? So, mm-hmm. one punch man punches, uh, what was his name, the dude, the alien pirate dude, uh, uh, Boros. Boros, like with a serious punch. Boros doesn't explode, but if he does that with anybody else, they explode. Like when you become more powerful, does like your your muscles and your skin just get more knit together or something? Like, yeah, that's kind of how it all that works with anime and superheroes and stuff. Yeah, it levels out. Like you can <clears throat> you can dish out what you're able to withstand to a degree. Mm. Usually, usually. If you look at like any like Wikipedia for a comic book character and you go under powers and abilities, I used to do this a lot. By the way, I don't know if anyone else. <laughs> if anyone else does this but i would just look at powers and abilities and like nine times out of ten any hero or villain or whatever is going to have increased durability or like super mm-hmm. hurting, superhuman durability as one of their powers which is super vague mm-hmm. and like it's a catch-all super, well it's super vague because it's never explained you, you can only you only put it on there because you see them 
you know, get, get crushed under a building and walk away after. Right. Like, their bones should be breaking. Yeah. Or they get shot at or something like that. Like, and it's sometimes interesting because a, a, a character will get, like, punched a bunch, but they can get shot and it actually, like, inflicts an actual yeah. wound. You know? Bullets are mm-hmm. special. You know, they, like, can break their skin-binded power. You know, um... You just said something. Oh, superheroes. So they're at um, in Atlanta at um, Six Flags over Georgia. They have the Superman mm. ride. And when you're waiting yeah. for the ride, it shows like all the, these different Superman characters. And so at some point it shows uh, like um, Doomsday. Right. And right. it's like his powers. Like he's invulnerable. He's. uh like he's invulnerable he's super strong like he's strong blah 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 then you go to superman one after that it says he's super invulnerable (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh that's so petty i was like come on not invulnerable enough to not get killed (laughs) exactly but he's super invulnerable you know super invulnerable he's more invulnerable i mean superman is broken i don't know i mean no you can't break him he's invulnerable so, so where do you, where do you guys think like the author of One Punch Man is going, right? Like, what's his for season three? Yeah, what's his end game? Because you know the manga is always going without, right? Like, sure. Imagine, imagine the show ends at the end of season three. Like, what do you imagine? Like the conclusion of this show would be, considering the direction. Oh. Like, what what is his goal? You know, I think. Genos will be highly regarded. I think he'll. I think hmm. he's still looking for the people who murdered his parents, his right? Or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are, are we? Isn't that so Metal Knight? That story arc is, is isn't it Metal Knight? It's in, it's been strongly implied that it's Metal Knight, but none of the characters. It's implied to us. None of the characters actually think that yet, as far as I can tell. Yeah. I don't know. Because Drive Knight was like. Metal Knight is not your friend, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't like done any. He hasn't made any moves against anybody, so it's hard to tell. So, okay, re- really quick side but before you actually answer that, um, the question. <laughs> Y'all remember that gorilla? Who? Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> just thinking about him. I love the gorilla, and he just he just tried to sneak away. Like, I'm just gonna keep it moving. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's just kind of like living his gorilla robo life now. Like, just just. Just I love that he killed that other monster. Who? He didn't he fight a monster in in season two, like when they were when they were rampaging, either a monster or Garo. Yeah, some, but someone approached the gorilla. Approached him, yeah, I can't. And um, yeah, he was wearing a hoodie. He was wearing a hoodie, and the guy was like, "You're a monster. Are you just blend?" Yeah, it was it was one of the monsters. Are you just blending in? I think it was like the Kong monster. Yeah, the it was Kong, the gorilla. It must have been the other gorilla. General. Oh yeah, the other gorilla. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. just wrecked him immediately and then kept going about his business. <laughs> He's like, I'm just gonna keep on moving. <laughs> yeah. Change his life. He's like, the gorilla's great. Yeah, he that gag was that was one of my favorite gags in season one. When he was yeah, doing was the robot one. voice and then he was like, Oh, uh, I'm just gonna I'm just a normal guy. <laughs> like chill out, chill out. <laughs> that that whole sequence of events where they try to attack Saitama and like the first dude two dudes show up and just get embedded in the ground and then like yeah and then they're like everybody's like oh man the tiger guy's here right <laughs> look at the tiger guys talking how gangster he is it's just like yeah. that whole series of moments it's just 
just gold like I, gold. I love when the mole is like trying to escape <laughs> and the sides of his face is just in the ground <laughs> found <Yeah>. you <laughs> and then just blood comes up the hole <laughs> he was digging so hard he was like ah, he was digging so hard <laughs> my life <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that genuinely scary. That was, that was yeah. a great moment. So, to answer the question, I'm not really sure. I feel like I'm not really. I don't know where Saitama's journey is is headed. I think with Genos, he's going to feel he's going to get to a point where he's like content as a hero. Probably he'll avenge his his village or whoever. Um, King will stay the same. Sonic will stay the same. Yeah. Garo will either die or become like a, a basically a pre-retired hero. He's not going to become a hero. He'll just do heroic things. He'll he'll turn good. Ooh, that's my guess. Okay, interesting. Yeah. What about you, Cal? So I think that uh, yeah, I agree. I think Genos. I think his story is going to end somehow. He's going to get some sort of closure. About what happened. I think Saitama is going to continue to move up the ranks. And I don't know if they'll actually go with him making it to to the top of S class. But I think he'll at least get acknowledged and be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe find out why he's special. Hmm. But then I have a feeling they might, just because it's been so tropey, I think they might reveal like somehow... He's going to lose his powers or <gasps> things haven't been as they've seemed all along. It was all a simulation. Yeah. I feel like it might take a turn that way just because everything has been so outlandish. <laughs> um, Bro, I'd be so mad if that happens. I think a lot of people would be. but I'll be mad at you personally. <laughs> hey, it's my fault. I'll, I'll take the fall. You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. I'll take the fall. That's all I heard. Like, I swear, <laughs> I'm gonna cut that out in court. Like, yeah. no. um, that's interesting. Uh, I kind of. What about you, Brad? I feel like what you said, Steve, about like a lot of the characters just being who they are, like Sonic just being Sonic, and like like some characters are like just the way that the the writer of this like anime slash manga writes. I One. I feel like he doesn't write characters with like secret nuances like like they are just what they are like mm. like they're not mm. there's no like redemption story like that's not true like redemption surely like i think characters will maybe not be less bad like the gorilla for example like he's not evil anymore but he's not like good he's just doing his own thing now it's not like he Ref- oh. You know what I'm saying? Like he just not a, not a dramatic redemption. Yeah, like I think like okay. characters like King or whoever, like they're just gonna be who they are, and so I feel like Genos is gonna become like number one at S class, right? Like he's gonna probably be. I think he's gonna die personally, like again, like for real, for real. Like he's gonna die like saving the world, like maybe killing Metal Knight or something. Because Metal Knight's mm-hmm. whole goal is probably nefarious. And mm-hmm. he's going to, like, become the ultimate, you know, symbol of what a hero is. And, mm. and like, he's not going to... Or he's going to do it and he's going to just be, you know, number one S-class. Um, I feel like we're going to find out that the Hero Association is ha- kind of evil, you know? And they kind of know sure. what's going on. Like, they, they had some hand in 
Metal Knight or something. And yeah. uh, I feel like One Punch Man is gonna just stay where he is. Like I don't, I don't think he's gonna get no change at all. The only thing that I think will happen for him is that he'll fight somebody that'll actually challenge him. But like, he'll then become satisfied and like just live his life and just stay as a B class or whatever A class hero and like hang out with King, like. And he's just going to live his life. Like, I just feel like there's no real purpose behind the show. Like, I think it's just what it is. Like, it's just not going anywhere. Yeah. Else. Like, I don't think he's, I just think it's like these characters have their stories and they're going to end, but there's not like a great moment like but, that we're, we're going to get like most animes. Like, I feel like it's Baki the Grappler-esque in that like Baki the Grappler doesn't really have a point. If, like it's just a whole bunch of swole people fighting each other you know sure um i feel like that's how season one kind of felt where the show was going but then season two flipped that on its head kind yeah. of by introducing new characters and kind of taking it in a completely different direction away from saitama so i feel like they might do something similar again to where it just throws off all of our predictions because they pulled the rug from under us by completely changing the show mm. again. I think it's totally possible that Saitama will not progress, like Brad said, but I don't I think the idea that the show will just kinda end with no culminating work or like lesson learned or anything, I don't think that's gonna happen. Cause it feels like a lot of his characters it feels like a lot of yeah, the characters are like on some sort of journey. And it would be super depressing if that didn't happen. Like, like I think, I think, like Genos is gonna have a culmination, and I think that's yeah, gonna be yeah, the yeah. only thing that we're gonna get from the show. Dang. But as far as Saitama, like his story is just gonna be, I'm here, and I'm just okay. the greatest. You know, that's my feeling. Um, and I feel like maybe Saitama dies, and I feel like the Monster Association is just gonna get murdered. Like, like they're gonna have oh, they're gonna yeah, have this sure. epic battle, and then eventually Saitama's gonna come up, fight the main dude, <laughs> and it's just gonna be over. Like, and it's just gonna be business as usual, you know. Just yeah, you know. So I don't know. That's like my take. That's interesting. Like, I I would like to see. Not that I agree with Kyle's opinion, but it'd be interesting if Saitama did get nerfed. Like something happened, and he had was like still strong. But he wasn't Saitama strong, you know, mm. like what would happen? Because he doesn't know how to fight. I really, think, you know, I'm going to make a prediction. I'll say that the the world moves towards a world where the uh, the monsters, the, the monsters can be friendly and can live alongside humans. Um, and I'm sure there's not not that everyone is going to be redeemed and everyone's going to be like a good guy. But aside from like the super evil monsters, I think that a lot of monsters will eventually do what the gorilla did and just kind of chill out and live with interesting so do you think garu's gonna be like that that change like he's gonna be good and like a monster and they're gonna people are gonna realize like oh you can be a monster and still be a good person like mm. maybe, maybe i think he'll be part of it in some way yeah yeah because yeah, that season at the end of season two that big bird kidnapped not him. the sesame street one another big bird <laughs> was bringing him to the monster association. So yeah, I think that that's definitely a possibility because it doesn't seem like he necessarily wants to be at war with humans or non monsters. And so 
maybe there will be like a conflict where they eventually reach some sort of agreement where, and he's at the middle of it <clears throat> since he's a human claiming to be a monster who just wants equality for monsters. Yeah. It's interesting that they even brought Garu in as a character, right? Like, like it almost like, cause he's not the main villain. Like he was, he was the villain for a while, right? Like they were like, Oh no, like we need to catch Garu. Like he's killing these people. And then, um, actually he didn't kill anybody. Oh, didn't he kill somebody or did he just, I don't think anyone he fought died. Oh, so he's just whoop. He messed them up he's really just whooping bad. Up heroes. Yeah, I don't. Interesting. Yeah. I guess he didn't kill Sharanko. You're right, and he didn't nope. kill any of the tank, <laughs> the tank top squad. Um, huh? They I were don't definitely remember trying to kill he him. Killed, he fought the guys at that conference. The other heroes. I don't remember if he killed them, but I mean, he very well might not have. I think you're. You might yeah. be right. Yeah, because at the very beginning, he did. He killed all those monsters. Or I guess they were were they villains? What monsters? So in, in the very the very first scene, where when we're introduced to him, he's in a group full of people. Those other people, are they? Who are they? I'm they were just villains. They were just villains. Okay. Oh oh oh! You're talking about at the uh, the headquarters at the conference. Yeah yeah. He did kill. Yeah. All the he- but he did kill a hero. He killed like two heroes in there. Oh okay. yeah, the A they had some A ranks as like security or something. So he did kill yeah. them. That's what I was saying. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure they died. Died because he did something or defeated them. Because I, I I feel like one of them like legitimately his head was like bursted or something oh. something Whoa. significant. I can't remember. I'd have to go back and watch. But but other than that, I don't think he killed anybody. You you might be right about that part at least. Yeah, because cause it would make sense, like, if Garu's whole character was to, like, show that monsters aren't actually evil. They're just, like, hey, human. Misunderstood. Misunderstood. And, like, because there's some monster, like, the weird tentacle girl who came up, like, ooh, I want to, like, I hear this fighting over here. Like, she was kind of motivated just to fight, you know, like, for something mm-hmm. exciting. She wasn't, like, it didn't seem like she was evil, evil more than just, like bad teenager like with powers <laughs> mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> yeah wasn't preying on people yeah yeah i don't know i i feel like there's i i just feel like this like one punch man is just one of those shows where it is what it is like it's gonna you're not gonna walk away with something deeper you're just gonna walk away with like something interesting if that makes sense <laughs> Like, yeah, you know, oh, and for season three, we also have monster cells. I forgot, you have monster what? Like, that's a new, that's like a new mechanic they introduced right at the people end turning into monsters. Eating the monsters. They could eat, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like One Punch Man is one of those shows that, especially if you're an anime fan, you definitely have to watch, but also, I feel like you could just enjoy it, even if you don't know what's going on. Like it, <laughs> for it's sure. just so goofy. Like my mother-in-law enjoyed it, you know. Like she's just like watching it, and it's brutal. I mean, it's brutal, but mother-in-law approved, <laughs> you know. So cool, cool. I mean, any any last words on One Punch Man? Anything that we didn't cover that you wanted to talk about um, before we wrap up for the? I feel like that. I feel like that was my last words. Pretty much wrapped so, up for me. After watching One Punch Man, um, 
a lot of superhero media i think would do well as a game and the one punch man game that came out was it from what i heard it wasn't like it was playable from what i heard but it wasn't good and i've watched some people play it um and so the like the biggest thing is that saitama isn't like a truly playable character (laughs) because of how he is in the show so they tried to honor i guess how strong he is in the show rather than actually make the game centered around him because it's like a it's a it's like a uh it's a fighting game one one v one what do you call arcade style fighting game okay like like street like like, uh, budokai like dragon ball z budokai right yeah because it's i don't i don't think it's it might be more arena like like uh jump force and all those i i can't remember but it's but yeah essentially like budokai yeah and but you have like a couple on your team. I think you share a health bar or something. I'm not sure if it does that. But anyway, when you pick Saitama to be on your team, he actually doesn't appear like somebody you can switch to during the game. Uh, so just kind of give you the, the he's on a timer when you pick him for like a minute and a half, and so you have to survive with your other two characters till he shows up, and then he pretty much one shots everybody who's on the other team. Interesting. Like whenever yeah, it's. Wow. Huh? Whenever he goes in the fight, he one-shots them. Right. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. Um, so if you haven't seen it, then I'd recommend going go on, go on, look up the game. But anyway, I, I, I want there to be a good <laughs> One Punch Man game. That's what I was okay. getting to. So that's my that's my final remarks. Whoever's listening to this, make a good one. one <laughs> well, you know, um, my only last thing to say as we wrap up here is that I think One Punch Man, if there's one thing that it's not spoken about, is that they have really cool character design and they went really, really hard on creating really, really interesting, unique and like fun characters. Um, yeah, and, uh, I think that's something that makes them makes the show like even if they remove One Punch Man, they could do something with it. So uh, for sure. Anywho, well, uh, I think it's that time. I thank you guys for, uh, you know, humoring me in uh, this One Punch Man conversation. Thank you, Kai, for your time. Thank you, Steve, for your time. Um, mm, always you know, appreciate you uh, binge watching One Punch Man. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, man, until next time, thank you so much for watching this episode. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, all our different channels if it's here on spotify if it's on soundcloud or if it's on youtube represent to the youtube peoples um please please uh send a like subscribe uh we really appreciate it thank you to everybody who's been sending us kind words and supporting us throughout all we're doing we love what we're doing uh and we love you guys so until next time the super agile bros are out peace